Hi, everybody. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> Top of the muffin to you. <laughs> God is so good. I got your number. God is so good. <laughs> Isn't God good all the time? Say, I'm good all the time. Because he's good all the time. Say, all the time. Amen. Say, I'm happy today. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen forever. Oh, we walked about 10 miles the other day for all his birthday at Knott's Berry Farm. That was my confession. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. There's nothing you can't do. Just lean on the Holy Ghost. I love that scripture. Not by power, not by might, saith the Lord, but by my spirit. And you just rely on the Holy Ghost. He is your helper. He's your comforter, your healer, your teacher, your leader. He's everything down here for us. So um, I welcome him in this morning. How about you? I welcome in the Holy Ghost for a fresh touch, a fresh infilling of power, a fresh infilling of that joy to kick it up and to stir it up within us. And we praise you, Holy Ghost. Let's all pray in the Holy Ghost. If you can't, just start praying in your natural tongue, and we'll, that'll turn into a supernatural tongue. Praying in tongues is our supernatural language. You can't understand it, but God does, and angels do. So whenever we pray in tongues, angels are moving on our behalf. Thank you for this service, Father. We bless you. We worship you. We dig deep into our hearts, into our spirit. Search us, Holy Spirit, and prove us. Try us. If there's any evil way, just get rid of it in Jesus' name. Any weight or hindrance that tries to so easily beset us, like Paul the Apostle said and struggled with, let us remove today. You are our yoke destroyer. You are our anointer, our burden lifter, and the anointer of our head. We welcome you in, Holy Spirit. Speak through my lips today. Give everyone comfort in this place so they can take you out of here to an uncomfortable world. And we give you all the glory and all the praises for dwelling in your churches. Thank you for meeting us here as we honor you with our time and our substance, our money, our time. We sow it unto you and we expect a 30, 60, and 100 fold return because it is written because you said. And you hasten your word to perform it. I thank you that finances are coming into your saints' laps today, right now even, that healing's encompassing them around about as with a shield from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. For where two or three are gathered, you're here in our midst. Say, I take my healing this morning. I take it afresh. There's nothing I can't do. Say, Christ the healer's in me. Healing me from the inside out. Say, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm only moved by the written word of God in which I believe. Therefore, be it done unto me, Lord, according to my faith today. Say, it's good to be well. It's good to be whole. It's good to not receive a flu shot. Because <laughs> the healer's in me. Say, I'm protected. No evil shall befall me. Nor shall any seasonal plague come near my body. <laughs> Now give him some praises. Praise God. Isn't God so good? <laughs> amen, amen. Praise Jesus. Y'all so good looking. Praise God forever. God is so good. Say, I'm getting younger by the day. My steps get brighter and brighter. 
until the end. I shall run and never grow weary. Walk at knots and never grow faint. <laughs> we have season passes. You might as well join us, take over that place. Amen. Forever. It's a good workout. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Both sets of the parents were there. We walked everywhere, ate fried chicken, and still walked out. Praise God forever. God's good. He's supernatural. <laughs> Eric was in Kentucky, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's where they started, right? Amen. <laughs> forever. We can do all things <laughs> through Christ. Who strengthens us? Amen forever. God is such a good God. Amen. Let's just pray one more time. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you where we're gathered you are. I thank you for moving in our midst right now. We honor you, Holy Spirit. We pay you due honor and respect today. And we honor the word of the written God today. May it be done unto us according to your word. We give you all the praises and the glory for it. Our manual of life, our life stream to heaven. Thank you, Lord, that this live stream's running 24-7, and it's our ticket into the kingdom and to access everything it says we have. Thank you for your word that when Jesus defeated the devil in the wilderness, he didn't say, I feel. He said, it is written. And we say it is written today that by your stripes we are healed, and through your poverty we are made rich. It is written. And we give you all the praises for it. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen, amen. amen. I'd like to read our verse. I've been reading this a lot. This is Amos 9.13 in the message paraphrase. It's actually the verse the Lord gave me when we moved back from Maui and started a family and started a business and started the ministry. And Amos 9.13 in the message says, Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. Has anyone experienced that in the last five years? <laughs> Last seven years, all of seven today. <laughs> One thing fast on the heels of another, you won't be able to keep up. See, you're going to need supernatural strength in these last days just to keep up with the Lord. He's on the move. Amen? You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people. You'll rebuild your ruined cities and plant vineyards and drink good wine. You'll work your gardens and eat fresh vegetables, and I'll plant you, say me, plant you on your own land. You'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given you. God, your God, says so. Isn't that a blessed promise? And Amos knows something about seed time and harvest. He was a farmer that God called into a prophet. Amen. That was his trade. He was a farmer turned prophet. So I go to Amos for seed time and harvest. He knew something about it. Amen. <laughs> Praise Jesus forever. Say, I'm rich. Say, I'm healthy. It's good to be well. It's good to be whole. Say, he who the Son sets free is free indeed. It's good to be in a nation that's free. It's good to be in a kingdom that's free. And in a Savior that set me free. Amen forever. God is so good. I don't have a sermon prepared, just uh, saturation <laughs> from the week. So let's go to the book of Ephesians with me, if you will. We're going to look at Ephesians, Colossians, Paul's prayers, powerful prayers. So really, we're looking at prayer today. And how many of you know ch prayer changes things? And there's been a lot of prayers that have gone up over the years from the saints, and it's still working. So don't give up on your prayers, because God never does. And your prayers are being perfected and being worked out with fear and trembling. God is moving on them. Amen? 
I got a letter just from the voters election here in Orange County Register's office saying, uh, join our team, we're now hiring. You can work at the accounting uh, booth throughout Orange County and we pay more than $20 an hour. I said, I may do that. I may wear my CCW at the voting booth <laughs> and say, you're voting Republican, right? <laughs> gotcha, we can edit that. Amen forever. <laughs> say it's take back time. And midterm voting is November 8th, so I probably will be at one of those booths. I may take them up on that offer. You know, we need some spirit-filled people uh, praying over those places. Amen? Drawing people in. Praise God forever. So God is a good God. Amen? You can go online and, and get a part-time job with me, if you will. Uh, the voting booths. Amen? In Orange County. Praise Jesus. But here we are in Ephesians 1, and I love the book of Ephesians. I've said this so many times. I've read and listened to the book of Ephesians more than any other book in the Bible. Over probably 2,000 times now, whether heard the whole book or read it. And uh, James Earl Jones reads it good for me. And I prefer him on the James Earl Jones reads the Bible, especially the book of Ephesians because it's about your authority. Amen. And he's just got the voice for it. Amen. So Ephesians 1, and I'm going to highlight Paul's prayers. Paul's prayers for us, the church. And the prayers we should be praying, the prayers he set forth for us as a standard, are found in Ephesians 1.15 and then Ephesians 3.14. That's an easy way to remember it. Ephesians 1.15, Ephesians 3.15. Paul's prayers. And I just urge you to write these out on your own on a little 3 by 5 card and just post them somewhere where you can pray them over your family. These prayers work. Uh, these are the most effective prayers I've ever prayed. And they really work. And they worked for your loved ones. You know, Jesus said a prophet's not without honor except in his own house, in his own family, in his own hometown. Um, but you can pray these prayers and have your family's eyes open no matter where they're at in the U.S. Amen? And they work. I've proven them. They work wonders. So I encourage you to adopt them like Paul did and keep praying. They're alive today as well. How many of you know the Word is living today? And it's living inside of us. And if these prayers get in you, you won't have a problem in your prayer life, I guarantee it. You pray for others, God prays for you. Amen? You sow and you reap. So here we are in Ephesians. I'm tempted just to start in verse 1. Can I? <laughs> it's just so good. He says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Get the word in you today. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. You know, there's a lot of churches closing up shop. There's a lot of pastors going under. Well, I would venture to say they weren't called of God in the first place. But Paul knew he was called of God and by the will of God. You can't call yourself. Somebody other than you has to know you're called. Amen? I love what Pastor Art says. Something other than you has to know you're called to be really called. Amen forever. He says to the saints, not the ain'ts, the saints. Say, that's me. That's me. <laughs> say, I was an ain't. Now I'm a saint. Say, I was grafted in. Now I'm a sent one. God use me. To the saints who are in Ephesus, this was the mega church of his day. Paul's young Padawan preacher, Timothy, was the pastor of a mega church right there in the center of the world in Ephesus. And faithful, and faithful in Christ Jesus. Faithful. You're all faithful, amen? amen. The faithful. The faithful will endure. The faithful will last, amen? The faithful will obtain the victories. Not the flakes. The faithful, amen? God measures success in the kingdom by faithfulness. Amen. Praise God. Promotion always comes in the kingdom through faithfulness. You'll grow and others will grow through your faithfulness. Amen forever. He says grace. That word grace is unmerited favor, literally. 
favor to you. Whenever you see grace, say favor. 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 I always get front row spots. I was talking to our friend the other day at work last night. I always get front row spots at all the shopping areas everywhere because I always confess the favor of God surrounds me as with a shield. And I always give God thanks for every spot I get. I'm always faithful to say, thank you, Lord. That's the favor of God. And to give them credit, therefore, they keep happening. Amen. And, you know, when you have four kids in Orange County, it's good to get a front row spot right next to the handicapped spot. It's a beautiful thing. Say that with me. The favor of God encompasses me as with a shield. I put God first. Therefore, he always puts me first. Therefore, I'm first in line. I get front row spots. I have preferential treatment and unmerited favor. The grace of God is on my life. It's clear. It's evident. Others take notice of it. And I give God glory. Amen forever. Praise God. That's a confession that will take you places. Praise God. Grace to you. Say me. And peace. So you got his favor and his peace working for you right now at the declaration of the word. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. They're in agreement. They're always in agreement with the Word. Amen? Wherever the Word is, they are. They're always be in agreement. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, that word blessed literally means empowered us to prosper in every area of our life. He has blessed us. He released the blessing to us. The blessing of Abraham is now on you and me. He has empowered us to prosper with every spiritual blessing. Say every. In the heavenly places in Christ. Well, where's heaven now? It's in you and me. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is now in you. So that's for now. Those blessings, those promises, those every blessings are in you now. You'll always have an answer for every adversity. You'll always have a testimony through every test. The kingdom of God is in you. You are more than an overcomer through Jesus Christ the Lord. Christ in you, the hope of glory. He does exceedingly abundantly above all we ask and think according to the power that worketh, not in heaven, in us. In us. On earth, just as it is in heaven, he said. Say this. On earth, just as it is in heaven, he said. He told us to say that. He told us to pray, which is say. Amen forever. Say, I have free speech. I have free speech. I speak plainly. I decree a thing. And it is established for me. Because I know my rights and privileges. Amen forever. Having predestined us, well, just as He chose us in Him, verse 4, before the foundation of the world, He chose and created you and planned you before this earth. Therefore, you outlast the earth, right? You live forever. The earth's coming to an end. You have dominion. The earth doesn't have dominion over you. We don't worship the earth. The earth actually worships us, the saints. It's crying out, the Bible says, for the sons and the daughters of faith. Crying out for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. To speak to it. To put it in subjection. To rule it and run it. Silver's mine. The gold's mine, saith the Lord. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The cattle on a thousand hills. And he handed it over to you. His stewards. His creation. Run things while I'm gone. Good stewards. Good stewards. Hey, I'm a good steward. Praise Jesus forever. All right. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, 
that we should be holy and without blame. Say, I'm blameless, and I'm holy in His eyes through one thing only. That's the blood of Jesus. Not of works, lest any man should boast. I'm only holy. I'm only blameless through Jesus. And that's how the Father sees me is through His Son. Isn't it good to feel righteousness, to know you're righteous today? To know you're blameless, without spot, without blemish, the sacrificial lamb perfected you and me. Perfection himself, the blessing himself, moving in you and me, bringing us from glory to glory and from faith to faith, working out his own plan and salvation through us and in us. He's working in you right now. When you're resting, he's working. He said, my father neither sleeps nor slumbers. He's always working. Working for you right now behind the scenes. Opening doors for you right now behind the scenes, Arthur. <laughs> I saw you coming. Working for you. Working on your family to a thousand generations because you stood up for Jesus. And say, here am I, use me. Working. Always working on your behalf. It's good to be a saint. Isn't it? So good to be supernatural. In a natural world. You ain't from here. You're from heaven. You're from a supernatural kingdom that human eyes haven't seen yet. That's supernatural. Amen. Say, I'm supernatural. I always ask Pastor Arthur, how are you doing? Supernatural. That's his response all the time. Supernatural. I'm doing supernatural. We are supernatural. We overcome natural things with supernatural power that abides in us. Amen. We say body line up, body will line up. Be it done unto you according to your faith. You just keep speaking it until you have it. Until you own it. Until it manifests and becomes real and permanent. Hallelujah. Call heaven to earth until it's here. Amen. We ain't looking to leave. I'm looking for it to come here. I'm looking for the kingdom to manifest on earth. It's coming back for a glorious people. A glorious church. Amen forever. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. So having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. Say, I'm his forever. And he's mine. He'll never leave me or forsake me. Wherever I go, he goes. Wherever he goes, I go. We're one in this thing. We're one together. Amen. To the praise of the glory of his grace. To the praise of the glory of his grace. His favor brings glory. His favor brings you glory. By which he made us accepted. Say, I'm accepted. In the beloved. I don't care who your parents were or who your parents weren't. You're accepted in the beloved. You know, a lot of people need to get that. Especially if you were adopted or you're an orphan or you didn't grow up with parents. They died prematurely or left you. You're accepted. You know, youth this, these days are looking for acceptance. That's what social media is all about. To stay completely connected, to feel accepted. Well, you should know you're accepted. It's not a feeling, it's a knowing. I am accepted in Him. I am accepted into the kingdom, into the pearly gates, so to speak, through the beloved. And now I'm his beloved. Therefore, I allow myself to be loved today. We're doing pretty good on the weather out here, aren't we? <laughs> we dropped uh, two weeks ago, 12 degrees. We called in a breeze. It came in. Ended that heat wave with rain. We called that in. You know, rain was not in the forecast that day, by the way. That was last week. It wasn't forecasted. We believed and did that. Amen. We brought rain to the land. Praise God. That's two weeks in a row. And now I'm expecting rain today. How about you? You know, we agreed for more rain in September. 
And now let's also agree that there's no more heat wave. And let's just say when fall hits, it will not get hotter, but cooler. Say fall. Fall into place. In Jesus' name. Amen. That did it. That did it. You will decree a thing and it will be established for you. It's not supposed to heat up after Rosh Hashanah when fall hits, when harvest season hits, when New Year hits. In God's eyes, it's supposed to cool down. Therefore, weather get in line. <laughs> I remember I worked at an artisan cheese and wine gallery outside when I was in culinary school in Studio City. It was called the Artisan Cheese Gallery. Met some actors coming through. It was a nice experience. What was my story? Why? Why? It's like the angel just comes and puts a sheet over my eyes and then. And it just vanishes. Everyone had that? Thoughts just disappear? That's angels. Amen? No, I want to tell it. All right, thanks. He brought it back, see? They're supposed to serve you. <laughs> Another quick story. Sorry. Last night, a demon approached me at 2.30 in the morning. I was asleep. 2.30 a.m. I saw him. He came right up to my face and fed me a thought. I tell you the thought, but I already forgot it. <laughs> the angel supernaturally erased it. Once I said, I sat up in bed, you know, your spirit's awake when your mind's sleeping. When your body's resting, your spirit's still up. God is a spirit. He never sleeps or slumbers. Neither do you. You're awake. You can fight off evil spirits in your sleep. You can go to Texas. You can go to Venice. You can go places in the spirit while your body's resting. Amen. Praise God. Pray for a loved one in Colombia. Amen. You're a traveling spirit. You're awake when you sleep. Amen. But at 2.30, I saw him. saw a little demon. And it was white. Disguises themselves as an angel of light. That's what they do. Disguise themselves as angel of light. Only there's fear and demonic oppression and thoughts. And I woke up out of bed. A thought was right here and I could feel it going through my face into my brain. Trying to force a thought into my brain. And that's when I woke up. My spirit was awake. My mind woke up. And I said, yeah, I tried to think it through. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't fight the devil with thoughts. You have to speak. Nothing happened until I spoke something and said under my breath, because I didn't want to wake Samuel and Clarissa up, I rebuke you, you foul spirit. Die in Jesus' name. Bow down to Jesus. How dare you trespass on God's property? Who let you in here? Get out of here. You have no rights here. I rebuke you. And I, thought, I felt that thought and saw that thought flee away. In an instant, he left. And then I had to talk with my team. <laughs> I said, angels, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to guard and protect me and surround me. Are you still on Knott's Berry Farm? You're sleeping on the job here. I said, I do not expect to be awoken from my sleep and slumber that God has promised me. He gives his beloved sleep and slumber. I do not expect to do warfare in the middle of the night. That's your job while I'm sleeping. <laughs> they heard that. I expect a good night's rest tonight. Amen. Amen. Ministering spirits are sent from God to minister on behalf of the heirs of salvation. Therefore, you tell them what to do and you're in charge of them, not God. You have authority and dominion. Amen. I fully expect them to grab more friends for tonight and to make sure that my sleep isn't disturbed. Or Samuel's. Because if he sleeps, we sleep. And if he don't sleep, we don't sleep. <laughs> and if he's up at 520 consecutive, 
consecutively every morning going, ah, ha, 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 laughing. <laughs> We're up. <laughs> Looks like my run's at 5.30. <laughs> Praise God forever. But we have authority and we got to use it. So now back to my other story in the valley. So I was working at the wine and cheese shop and I always got a call. His, he referred to himself as Chopper Bob. <laughs> Chopper Bob. And he's the one who was the news announcer in the KCAL 9 Chopper. And he always saw him in KCAL 9's Chopper. But he would call in and order the same cheese every day and say, hey, it's Chopper Bob. I say, I know who you are. <laughs> Chopper Bob. And he'd come in his suit, his makeup on his lunch break, and order the same slice of cheese, prima donna. A news anchor. Amen. Chopper Bob. It's Chopper Bob here. And I have no idea where I was going with that story, but hey, he's bringing you into a landfill with milk and honey. <laughs> Cream of the crop, amen? I don't know why I told that. See? That blinder was only partially removed. I only got half the story. Then he reverted me to something spiritual. You know, physical things can be spiritual. Cream, cheese, goats, that's all in the Bible. Sheep, amen. We can learn spiritual things from physical things, amen? Don't we? Don't we? You know, I only know cream by tasting cream. I only know cream by what milk produces, that the cream rises to the top. I've seen it. So that's how I know what cream is, because I've seen it in the natural, amen? But God says you're the cream of the crop today, amen? You're above only, not beneath. The head, not the tail. Amen. That's just what cream does. It just rises to the top. It's just natural. So we can learn things through natural things, amen? Spiritual things. They mirror each other, amen? Forgot the point, but hey, praise God forever. There you go. That was for somebody. Some, you know, someone could be making milk from a goat right now in Kenya watching this. Amen? And totally relate. You're the cream of the crop. Don't stop. Amen. Praise God. In him, <laughs> we have redemption through his blood. Verse 7. <laughs> the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom. Say all wisdom. All and prudence having made known to us the mystery of his will ah amos also says he reveals nothing without first revealing it to his servants the prophets you know you're a secret holder if god can trust you with secrets he'll give more to you but you know the mysteries of christ we're in on the mysteries you're not without we should know everything and anything he wants us to know <laughs> He's not withholding anything else from us. It's an open heaven. He opened the veil for us to see clearly. He's not holding any mystery back. So if you have a question, he's got the answer for you. He's not holding it back. Amen. He knows everything. He's the all in all. He's omnipotent. Amen. He knows everything. And he'll reveal it to you. You just got to listen. I just got to listen. You ever know that? I just got to take time to listen. What's the struggle? Why am I fighting this thing for months now? What is going on? I just need to take the time to hear. And one word from heaven can turn that around in a moment of time. Just do this. I receive instruction. And then I do it. And that changes everything. In a blink of an eye. Most stuff that's bothering you, you'll never even have to touch. If you're faithful to cast all your cares on him, he'll handle it. I would say 90% of the affairs of our life, I don't touch, and they're handled on our behalf. It's only the 
you know, the big things that I inquire of the Lord. Otherwise, he's usually right there working it out for on our behalf. We just talk about it, and then it just gets solved. Angels here, they report it to the Father, and then heaven moves for you. You know, you get what you talk about. We've noticed that. We have conversations, and people show up in those conversations the next day. We were talking about a guy from Hollywood in L.A. We went to Beverly Hills just randomly with the kids. When Ellie was in Cedar sinai we went up there to Beverly Hills. And sure enough, on Rodeo Drive, here's the person which she just mentioned the night before. Hadn't seen him in years. He said, how are you guys doing? You get what you talk about. And that's speeding up. Have you noticed? It's getting closer and closer together. That You shall decree a thing, and it's there. You're getting real close to having what you say. So don't stop saying what you want. Amen. That's a word from heaven. You're getting real close to having what you say. So don't stop saying it. Amen forever. Praise Jesus. We has purposed in himself by his good pleasure, verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together, he's a perfect shepherd, in one, all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which on our earth, in him, in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance. Say inheritance. Say I'm a joint heir with Jesus. He's my older brother. Which means all the father has is now yours too. Amen. You know that prodigal son who left and came back and his dad cut him a fatted lamb, fatted calf, just blessed him. And the older son said, hey, why didn't why, why didn't you do that for me? You know, I was here the whole time. You know, people fail to realize in that servant, in that story, that the older son was there the whole time and he could have been enjoying the same benefits. But he did not take advantage of what his father already had. You know, the younger son, I spent all his livelihood. And the older son was mad. But he wasn't reaping what his father had. He lived in the house, the kingdom, so to speak. He had access to everything his father had as a joint heir, but he wasn't taking advantage. Get that. It took his younger son going out in the world, seeing how dark it was, to come home and realize everything that was at home for him. And the Bible says, to whom much is forgiven, or those who are forgiven much, love much. Have you noticed that? You take a trip into the world, and you come home realizing how bad, how crazy the world is, and how good the Father is, how good it is to be home. I say that all the time. We go out for, I go out for work and come home, go out shopping for the day, run errands, whatever, and then come home. And I say, there's no place like home. And click my heels together. <laughs> there's no place like home. <laughs> it's where the blessing is, amen? It's a wonderful place where Jesus lives because we welcomed him in. Amen. He lives in your heart and you live in his. There's no place like home. Say the blessing spreading through me today. I create homes for others because of the blessing himself who spreads his blessing through me. Amen forever. Hallelujah. Amen forever. That we who first trusted in Christ, verse 12, should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted. Say trusted. After you heard the word of truth, the gospel, the good news of your salvation. In whom also having believed, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Say, I'm seared. I'm well done. <laughs> Say, I'm rare. 
<laughs> you were seared. I, I'm a cook. It, it just makes sense to me. The Holy Spirit came in. Seared me together with Jesus. He cannot depart from me, and I can't depart from him. He's trapped in the juices. <laughs> he seared me together with himself. Amen. He seared himself into me. It's like a cow brand. Stamped forever. Marked forever. Sealed or seared with the Holy Spirit of promise. He'll never leave you or forsake you. He's the one on earth right now. Jesus is in heaven. The Father's in heaven. But the Holy Spirit's right here with us right now. And in you now. You got to get to know him. You know, growing up, the Catholic Church, the Baptists, they always talked about the Father and the Son. There was a lot of word, too, some religions. But there wasn't a lot of talk about the Holy Spirit. And go find out that it's the only the Holy Spirit who's down here with us. So I should get to know Him, <laughs> right? I should talk more about Him, since He's the one here. I should invite Him in my business. Amen? I should invite Him to take over my bank accounts take over my body. I should invite him when I go out to eat. He's the one that's down here. He's the one here in Jesus' stead. The comforter whom he sent. Representing the Father. Representing the Son. And he's a perfect gentleman. He'll never force himself on anyone. And he has to be invited to come. He's not one of those guests that just show up. He's not a wedding crasher. You have to invite him to the wedding. You have to invite him in for him to show up what we do every service. I invite the Holy Spirit to show up. You have free course over this service. You're the head of the church. You represent Jesus. This is not my church. It's yours. He's the head of the church. If he wants to interrupt, he can. If he wants to interrupt and tell stories about cheese, he can. It's up to him. <laughs> do your thing. Praise God forever. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance? The Holy Spirit's the guarantor of our inheritance, of his will. Until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. To the praise of his glory. And finally I got to Paul's prayer. Therefore, that's a long therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith, say faith, faith. in the Lord Jesus, Lord that's Jesus. faith in Jesus, and your love for all the saints, say all the saints. All the saints. So this is directed to those who love all the saints, not some of the saints. And your love for all the saints. Those who did you wrong. Those you don't like. You know, those who upset you. Those who cut you off. Those who were parked at the red light before you came into service. Who wouldn't budge at the green. Who just stayed there. To the next green light. <laughs> all the saints. All the saints. All the loved ones. You know, as I go about my day, I don't know about you, but I just pretend that everyone's a saint. And that I'm just sent to love them. That helps. Even if there ain't, I'm still sent to love them. You know? How much better should we be treating the saints, the heirs of salvation, our brothers and sisters? So I just treat everyone as though they're already saved. Because they're going to be saved anyway. If they get near me, they're going to get saved. I'm praying for them. They're in. So I just treat them like they already are. Honor them. Serve them. Amen? Jesus was the servant of all. And he said, the greatest among you will be your servant. He was a servant leader. That's what businesses need these days. And churches. Servant leaders. Who actually demonstrate leadership. Who actually serve their way to the top. 
and stay there because of their service. Amen. That's what the world needs today. Servant leaders. Little Jesuses running the show. Hey, that's you and me. Amen. To show people the way. Jesus showed people the way. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Follow me. Just follow me. You'll know what to do. That's it. Just follow. He's the great shepherd of the sheep. We just follow our shepherd. So he says, And your love for all the saints do not cease to give thanks for you. Paul the Apostle, written through the Holy Spirit, we know God the Father and God the Son are in agreement with this. They inspired this. Do not cease to give thanks for you. Therefore, God's giving thanks for you right now. My Spirit's giving thanks for you right now. The Holy Ghost is. Thank you. You ever tell him that? Thank you. That's what he says to you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for choosing me. I already chose you, but thank you for choosing me back today. Amen. The Father's filled with thank yous. That's why we are. Thank you. Coming into a season of Thanksgiving. Thank you. It's a great time of year to put us in remembrance of all we're thankful for. But notice, prayer here is always coupled with thanksgiving. You read the Psalms? Prayers were always coupled with thanksgiving and praise. They go hand in hand through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Make your requests made known unto God. Everything you pray for, everything you eat is sanctified through prayer and thanksgiving. So prayer and thanks go hand in hand. It's not an effective, effectual prayer life without thanksgiving attached to it. That's how you enter the pearly gates, through praise, through thanksgiving, and that's how you should close them and walk out, through praise and thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm in. I'm in heaven for everything. His presence comes. I go up, he comes down, we meet halfway. Thank you. And then I give him my request. What is it, son? Pray for this today. I pray for this person. I speak this word, this prayer over their life today. Thank you. And then I leave. Always ends with a thank you. It's just in you. Thanksgiving is in you. So don't be complaining. That's not you. Don't be envious. It's not you. You were created after a thankful heart. A full heart. Not a half-filled heart. Amen. Amen. Thanksgiving is who you are. If you're complaining, that ain't you. That's not the real you. I'm thankful for everything. Contentment with godliness is great gain. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. What a way to live. It keeps you saturated in Him. It keeps your heart soft and tender. Just giving Him thanksgiving throughout your day. Wherever you go, thank you. Thank you that I'm able to buy something at this store. Thank you, Jesus, for the car I drive. Yeah, that's a nice Rolls Royce. I'll get there one day. But thank you for what I have now. I love my car. Thank you for this gift. You gave me richly all things to enjoy. Thank you for my wallet. I know it's fading, but I still like it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for last year's editions of the Google Pixel phone. Thank you for my phone. I don't need the new one. <laughs> Thank you. Contentment with godliness is great gain. See, contentment will increase you. Thanksgiving will increase you. That's how he set this up. The more thanks you give him, the more blessings will come. Have you noticed? Thank you for that front row spot. I get another one the next day. Let's just keep this thing rolling until you come. Let it ride. Everyone heard that? That was a gambling term. Let it ride. If you never gamble, you're probably not familiar with that term. But I am. <laughs> Let it ride. 
You know, when I sow seed to a ministry and I reap a harvest same day or that week, I say, let's let it ride. That's good soil right there. Let's keep sowing into that. Let's let that ride. Let's double up even. You ever double down? Let's double up. If I receive, let's test it again. Amen? Amen. He says, test me. Try me now in this. Amen. So God wants that. All right. Don't cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you, say me, in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, he's, he's the one who created it, the Father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Notice wisdom and revelation and knowledge come through a spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's why you can't understand your Bible until you receive the fullness of the one who wrote it. The Holy Spirit. You can be a Baptist like I was and not understand a word in here looking for healing in the Word, in the world when all the time it's in the Word. Live a suffered life. My people perish for lack of knowledge because I didn't receive the Holy Ghost because it was never taught me. And then I went to the Bible myself and found out I need the Holy Spirit and I need total immersion and I need a total infilling to understand this. So notice their wisdom, revelation and knowledge is a spiritual gift. It comes from a spirit. That's why you ought to get to know the Holy Ghost. The eyes of your understanding, this is my favorite prayer, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened. The eyes of our understanding. Lord, open up their eyes. I know a veil's on them. You said so in your word. Satan's blinded their eyes. He's put a veil over their eyes. They can't see what they're doing. They have no idea their actions. You ever met wanderers? Just wander? They don't know where they're going. They don't know where they came from. The veil's over their eyes. What's my focus? What's my point in life? Why am I here? There's no purpose. That's a veil. What a blessed assurance to have purpose. To know when everything goes haywire nuts, you're still living here on purpose. And that can't be taken from you. Amen. When the world gets turned upside down, you're still standing straight. Because you know your purpose. Amen. But the eyes of our understanding be enlightened that they may know the hope of your calling as I do. Let me in on it. Let them in on it. I pray that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. I think that's the number one prayer you could pray for anyone. It works close proximity and long distance. Open their eyes. Just open them. Let them see. Just one glimpse of heaven, of Jesus, can change a man's life forever. It did the man who wrote this. Saul of Tarsus became Paul the Apostle. Just one glimpse of Jesus. Open their eyes. And now he gave us this prayer to pray. This prayer works. It's effective. Paul gave it to us. And revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding, be enlightened, be opened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Say, my inheritance is already in me. I ain't looking for it. It's inside of me. <laughs> Any good idea you'll have will come from within you. Any million dollar idea you have will come right from your spirit, Steve. Right here. You know, I found out Paul's, part of Paul's ministry was making others rich. That's in the scripture. Therefore, every pastor, anyone in the fivefold, part of their calling is to make you wealthy. If they ain't, you're in the wrong place. 
Amen. He's coming back for a wealthy church. The wealth's going to be transferred to you, the just. You, the just. Amen. Just in time. <laughs> Praise Jesus. May know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory. This is jam-packed. Of his inheritance in you, the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power. It takes illumination to know the power in you. You got to see it. Oh, and then you'll live strong. Once you know what's inside of you and who's in you. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? Faith activates the power. Who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, the anointed one, when he raised him up from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name Hillary that is named. <laughs> Joe Biden. Every name that is named. Kamala. Democrats who are filled with demons. They're unsaved. They're blinded. Lord, take the blinders off of them. Once you know you're unsaved, you're going to want to get saved. Once you know. What? I'm void? I'm empty? Look at them. Once the blinders are off, you can see to make a choice. Amen? Now, blessing and curse you, Moses said, I put before you today, since you can clearly see now because of the Spirit, choose you this day whom you'll serve. Life or death, blessing or cursing. Choose you this day. Now I give you free will to make a clear-cut choice. Is that happening in the U.S.? Expose, expose, expose was my confession for the last five years. And we're seeing exposure, 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 right? So they can make a clear-cut choice. Life or death, God or Satan, this nation or communism, right or wrong. The choice has to be clear for it to be free will. Otherwise, it's either God's will or the devil's will. It ain't free will. Expose. Keep exposing. Take the blinders off the people of this nation. Take the blinders off people in government who aren't really governing well at all. Take the blinders off so they can see who to serve. And once they make that decision, that'll dictate their whole life, whether it's cut short or prolonged. So they have to see to make a choice. Don't you? You got to see that red light to stop at it. Or that green light to go. You got to see to make a proper choice. So Father, help them see. Open the eyes of their heart and their understanding that they may be enlightened. In Jesus' name. Everybody has a choice. I'm not forcing anyone to heaven. God ain't forcing anyone to hell. It's your choice. Amen. Praise Jesus. And that you may know the hope of His calling and what the exceeding greatness of His power that's in you. And he placed him in you far above all principality, power, might, dominion, and every name that's a name. Not only in this age, the age of men, the age of grace, the church age, but also in that which is to come. You're going to be supermen. This is just the age of men. Soon you'll be supermen with a new body that lives forever. Forever. A forever body? How's he do it? I don't know. They got different materials up there. Amen. It's amazing because 
the dead in Christ shall rise first, it said. And Terry Mize, who's spoken here, said, you know, the best place to be when Jesus comes is the cemeteries. Because they're going to be raised first. It don't matter if you're cremated, if you're dust from dust, ashes to ashes, you were came from the dirt. God created and formed you from the dirt to begin with. You don't think he has a problem doing it again? If you're dirt? Amen. The dead in Christ shall raise first. Supernatural. A new body. Spirits raised. I don't know what happens. Physical things get in line with the word of the God. I know that. Things line up. New bodies. New heaven. New earth. All at the speaking of a new word. Arise. Shine. Your light has come. Amen. When he comes to get us. All he's going to say. Rise. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And you'll meet your loved ones in the air. New bodies. Same personalities. <laughs> I wonder if they'll know you by your speech. When you're rejoicing. I know the sound of their voice. That's Jan. That's Clarissa. I'm home. <laughs> oh, glory. What a day that'll be. Praise Jesus forever. <sighs> Far above. And he put all things under his feet. See, that's my feet. Since I'm his body. He's my head. That's under my feet. So anything I don't like is under my feet. I don't have to deal with it. It ain't up here. I ain't thinking about what's under my feet, are you? Are you thinking about the floor you're standing on right now? No. Because it's under your feet. Don't let it rise past your boot heel. Keep it under. Don't let them transform into thoughts. And then into words. Don't let them get into feelings, even. Keep them under your feet where they belong. Amen? Feelings bow down to Jesus now. I'm not moved by what I feel. I move you. Die. Get under my feet. Curse what needs to be cursed. Speak life to what needs to grow. Curse evil. Speak life to life. Blessing and cursing, life and death, are in the hand of your tongue. Amen forever. But all evil things, all the devil, all his work, all sickness, all disease, all poverty, all lack, which are clear through the scripture the devil created, not God, are under your feet now. You're seated with him, far above every name that's named. Cancer is just a name. That's all it is. That's all it is. And a spirit tries to come in through that name. Fear tries to come in through that name. But that name's under your feet. Amen. Tuberculosis is a name that's under your feet. COVID's a new name that's under your feet. It shouldn't be over your face. It's under your feet. Amen forever. He put all things under our feet and gave him, Jesus, the head to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him. <laughs> Without you, I'm not full. The church is the fullness of him that fills all in all. We can do nothing down here apart. We can only advance together. The church is the fullness of him that fills all in all. Without you, there's something missing on earth. That's how precious you are. See, you were preordained and created before the earth even was. 
Without you, something's missing. God needs you just as much as you need Him. The body needs the head just as much as the head needs the body. If I chopped off my head right here and put it right here, it could do nothing. It may blink a couple times and that's about it. <laughs> and shake. And then my body would be here and fall over. My body would be lifeless. It'd be dead without my head. So my body needs my head to function. And my head needs my body to function. God needs you just as much as you need Him. You keep trying to talk to Him, He keeps trying to talk to you. <laughs> he needs you just as much as you need Him. You're one. God can do nothing, that means, without you. I'm waiting on God. He's waiting on us. He can't move without His body. My head can't move without my body. Can yours? We're thinking today, <laughs> what we going to do? What would God have me do before I die? <laughs> he can't move without you. You can't move without him. He gives the order, we carry it out. Yes, sir. I tithe because it's written. I sow because it's written. I reap because it's written. I breathe because it's written. He upholds all things by the word of his power. Again, everything we see right now is upheld through words. You are upheld by words. You're either crushed by words, damaged by words, built up by words, die by words, live by words. We're in a word world, aren't we? A word system. So words are very, very, very important especially as we see the time approaching. You will decree a thing, and it will be established for you. We won't check up on my words. This is Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. Was it September 25th? New Year. What have I been saying this year? What is my state of being? <laughs> Let's check my body. Check my mind. Check my finances. What have I been speaking? I'm going to change that. It's going to get better next year. Because the steps of the righteous get brighter and brighter until the end. But you have to have your words in line to see that. Amen forever. Say, it's going to be the best year I've ever had. <laughs> Say this to me. This is the best holiday season I've had yet. I have family that have come to the Lord. I have had family that have grown. Even if it's just an inch. I give God glory. I give God praises because they're getting closer to Him. Thank you, Lord, for making me an influence. Yeah, this whole generation wants to be influencers. You're an influencer. You're an influencer. What you say goes. They're watching you. You influence people everywhere you go through the words of your lips, the smile of your lips, the wink of your eye, the, sh the pride of life in your step. You're an influencer. The world looking in on you. His church. The saints. Do they really got it? Yeah, I want that. I want that. <laughs> and here they come. Jesus said, The harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Pray you therefore the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers into His harvest. You know, we're His harvest. 
he reaped us? Because God sowed his best seed? We're his harvest, and so are they. He's calling them in. As times get worse for them, they'll get better for us so they can see something tangible to want. They should desire him. Miracles, signs, and wonders, multiplication of food, health and healing followed Jesus everywhere he went. He was moved with compassion. And again, Jesus never went anywhere and said, I feel like going there. Or I don't feel like doing that. He said, it is written. That's all he said. I can't find anywhere in the Gospels where Jesus said, I feel. He only said, I will. It is written. He only said, I am. I am whatever the word says I am. And I won't speak against it until the end. That's why he was raised from the dead. Never spoke against it. That's why he lived a blessed life and provided for 120 for three and a half years. He never spoke against the word. He became it and it dwelt among us because he never spoke against it. See, the word will work for you. As long as your mouth's shut, the word's working for you. You can propel it, you can decrease it, but it's working in you right now. You're leaving with more faith than when you came in with. You're going to do more this, more this week than you've ever done. You're supercharged. In Jesus' name, I feel the Spirit. You're supercharged. <laughs> in Jesus' name, you're supercharged. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you. This cord won't reach everywhere. Praise Jesus. You know, Jesus touched everywhere he went. Amen. Every minister should give a touch in the word. Every day of your life, you should be giving someone a touch and someone a word. So they can feel them, so they can sense them, so they can hear them. In Jesus' name, amen. We speak supernatural quickness to the body. Supernatural quickness to every joint. Just raise your hand. Supernatural wealth. Into those who want it. And who have dreams to do what they already have plans for. It. Supernatural increase. In Jesus' name. To every limb, every joint, every ligament, every tendon, every vertebrae, be upright. Be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Stand. Having an all to stand, just keep standing and you win. The victory is in Jesus till the end. He's in you, you're in me. We can do anything you see. These last days shall come, and the end shall come. But I prepare to feast for you until it does. I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Haven't I done that this far? Have the last two years been good? Have the last two years seen increase? It has because of my hand on this nation and on your house and on your life. You can have anything you say. So say what you want, not what you have. Be faithful to speak words of life and encouragement, words in red, and they shall come to pass. Amen. Praise Jesus forever. God is a good God. And he's on the move in his saints. So Father, a quickening in the step. A quickening in the step. Supernatural strength. Holy Spirit, come in. And into their bodies fresh today. Empowering them with supernatural strength. From the top of their head. 
to the soles of their feet. I curse any foul, lying, deceiving spirit, any foul prognosis or diagnosis from the lips of men and Satan who try to put them on men through words. No, you don't. In Jesus' name. I command health, healing, and restoration. And we will see together all the word has to say. There is not one feeble person amongst their tribes, nor was there any among them that lacked any good thing. Thank you, Father, that we're one body, and you've raised us up together in you. Whatever any member has, the rest should have. If one member has been healed, the rest would be healed. If one member has wealth, the rest should have wealth. God is not a respecter of persons. In Jesus' name, be healed. Be made whole. Life and death have been in your hand. You haven't been aware of it, says the Lord. But now you are made aware of it. The veils come off your eyes. You see now that you've had what you've been saying. And it's not the illumination of that. Just one revelation puts the devil down again. When you know that was it. That settled it. That's the solution. You've been looking for a solution. And the Lord says, it's simply a revelation. Just one knowing, one word from God in due time can change that whole circumstance. And you won't even have to lift a finger to put it. Just lift an ear to hear. And that'll settle the whole situation. One word from heaven is the answer. It's not money. Wealth is not the answer for you. It's not borrowing money. It's not in a book, in a bookstore. It's in you. And it'll speak through your heart and make it known to you. Just one word of wisdom. That was it. Now it's settled. And you only have to touch it. It's happening right now. I feel it in this place. Just grab hold of that online. You've been suffering and, and trying to work it out in the flesh. And you've been trying that for a long time and it hasn't worked. And the Lord and the Holy Spirit say, it's not by power of might, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. And the Holy Spirit will give you direction and wisdom right now, in Jesus' name. Wherever you're at online, we have watchers in Kenya right now, Uganda. They're all over the world. Bangladesh is watching. There's no time in the Spirit. The Spirit's working for them right there, praise God. Thank you, Lord, for the Spirit of knowing and seeing. The Spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. The eyes of our understanding are being enlightened right now, seeing things we've never seen before. Yeah, you say, I'm 50 years old, I'm 60, I'm 70. New things, saith the Lord. Things you've never seen before. It's never too late. You live forever. You're just getting started. <laughs> You're eternal. God's in the healing business. God's in the motivation business. God is restoring all things to you. I firmly believe that. This is a year of restoration. And the next two years will be as well. Restoration. Restoration. Say, I'm not taking sides. I'm taking over. Amen forever. Did someone get something from this message? Oh, I know I did. Where the Spirit is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit is, there is liberty. You should walk out better than when you came in. Amen forever. God's into results. He's into results. He's the God of your breakthrough. 
Take your miracle with you today. If you became believing for something, say, I have it. If you take it with you. It's here. He's in the miracle business. So we praise you. Can we pray for that crying child right now in Jesus' name? That's one of my confessions for the last eight years now. Great is the peace of my children and their undisturbed composure. Last night I had a job, and I actually changed that a little bit. I said, great is the peace and undisturbed composure of my wife and children. They shall live and not die and declare the glory of the Lord. <laughs> it's all inclusive, amen? Praise God. Not one of them was dead when I came home. Amen? She was smiling. God's good. He don't need you on the spot to work there. Your prayers have already gone ahead of you. Amen forever. Sophie's passing out some tea and biscuits. <laughs> English communion today. No, it's, it's communion. <laughs> this represents the body and life of Jesus and the cup of the new covenant. Say, it's good to be new. It's good to be whole. It's okay, Sophie, it happened. You're doing good. Don't focus on the one that fell. Focus on the, the rest that are still standing. <laughs> you got it. Don't focus on your mistake. Focus on what you got. Not what you don't have. Amen forever. I think that's the key of life. Focus on what you have, what you don't, not what you don't have. Amen for satisfaction. Father, we do this in remembrance of you. Has everyone been served? Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> we do this in remembrance of you. This body, we'll start with your body that was broken for ours. Stripes were taken upon your back. Your back was literally crushed. Your vertebrae crushed for ours. I don't even think you could stand. But Father, thank you for sending your best for us. And you reaped us as your harvest through a sacrificial seed, your son. Thank you for what he did. Thank you, Jesus, for completing your task, for not wavering, for keeping the word in your lips, for seeing it through to the finish. And now we're here today because of it. Thank you for finishing and finishing strong. Thank you for not just starting, but for completing it. And now here we are. Your completed work. To a thousand generations. We give you praise. I thank you for spinal health. Perfect alignment. Yours was malaligned. Bruised. Crushed. To make our straight. Thank you, Jesus. For perfect posture in the hips. <sighs> you feel the Lord touching your body, just thank Him. The healer's in the house. It's good to be at church where the physician is. Thank you, Lord, for health, joint health and the knees. No more popping. No more cracks. Strong bones, not brittle bones. 
We thank you, Lord, for calcium-rich, iron-rich bones. Thank you for perfect frames. Yours was crushed for ours. So that we may stand. And having done all to stand, keep standing. Thank you for laying down your body for ours. We do this in remembrance of you and your sacrifice. And we rightly discern your body, which was broken for our wholeness. In Jesus' name, amen. Say, I receive my healing. Thank you. I take it. It's mine. And devil, you can't have it. Amen. And thank you for writing us into your book of life. The cup of the new covenant. Our names are now written in heaven. And you're coming back for everyone. <laughs> thank you for the inherent benefits of the kingdom because our names are written in it. Kingdom wealth, kingdom provision, kingdom health, kingdom salvation, kingdom life, life in full. Thank you. We do this in remembrance of you. Holy Spirit, search me. Cleanse me from any unknown sin or known sin as I partake of the blood. The blood washes me white as snow, red as crimson, as far as the east is from the west. So far has he removed my transgressions from me. I'm cleansed, I'm healed, I'm holy, I'm just because of this cup, the blood of Jesus. Thank you for washing me clean. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Amen forever. Well, did you get something from us online? I hope you took communion with us as well. I don't care what nation you're in, even if you have to go slaughter a calf or make some sourdough real fast. Hey, it's all good. God is so good. I'm a sourdough fan. How about you? I was just talking about Bodine sourdough last night in San Francisco. We were watching a horrible Hallmark Christmas movie, and they owned a bakery. And I was like, oh, that's just like Boudin sourdough. It's like an empire out there. Hey, amen. <laughs> Fun fact. It's hit and miss on Hallmark. Have you noticed? The Christmas movies. Oh, you didn't talk about I got you, buddy. <laughs> it's hit and miss. It's like 60-40. You know, 60% bad, 40% good. <laughs> They're coming around. And there's more and more well-known actors who are coming in those movies, don't you think? Have you watched? I'm like, I know her. I couldn't figure it out, but I knew her last night. Amen. You know why I like them? They're clean. They got love in them, and they got Christmas in them. <laughs> and Christmas started at our house in June this year. You know, Christmas in July, now we're marketing Christmas in June. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you glad you're coming into fall? And into the holiday season. Say it again. It's the best holiday season of my life. Amen forever. Keep saying that. Keep saying that. Throughout February. This is the best holiday season of my life. Amen. 
Believe it. Release your faith in your words. God will work miracles for you. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of people leaving on the holidays. They choose Christmas to go home. What's up with that? Where's the family unit? Where's the love? Why leave on the holidays? Why not wait till March, you know? Or you know, maybe even October, you know? Go on Halloween, not Christmas. <laughs> I don't get it. You know why? Because they feel family. Which gives them peace to leave. That's what it is. They feel the holidays. That's why they take off on the holidays. Because they're happy and they're at peace. And all those memories flood back in. I'm home. And then they wake up home. In heaven. What a peaceful transition. I get it. I understand. <laughs> holidays bring peace to some. Well, there's others. <laughs> bring toil and chaos. But there's always one good memory in there. Remember what Uncle Eddie did? <laughs> there's always got to be one good memory in there you can grab hold of and hold on to. Amen. Yeah, I remember that year. Jesus met me that year. That was a rough year. Remember that? Amen. God's done something for someone all over the world at least once. There's not one person God hasn't moved for. You know? If they just take the time to see it. So we thank you. Thank you for being a part with us. You know, I said it at $17,000 that we're on our way to 20. And that came in. So we're at 20 now in our building fund. So thank you. We're at 20 grand today. Ding, ding, ding. Amen. Praise Jesus for that. I'm still waiting on the Lord. Still looking. I like it here. It's like a garden of Eden. But I know we need a children's ministry. <laughs> Amen. And, you know, as you grow, things got to grow. So... You know, equipment, that kind of stuff, which I'm not tech savvy, so be, be believing for a computer operator, camera operator. You know, just put your faith out there now with me, if you will. Praise God forever, taking the next step. So, Father, we just pray over our offering today. It's good to be able to give. And, Father, I just sense in my heart, I sow this seed today for my holiday season. I'm setting myself up and my family for the holidays with this seed today. I want more to give this Christmas than I ever have before. In Jesus' precious name. Therefore, I'm releasing my faith in my seed right now for more to give with, more to live with, and more to bless others with this Christmas. Thank you. You love a cheerful giver. Thank you for blessing me with more to give. We bless you. Thank you, Father. Help us help the lots this Christmas. Help us help them meet their needs. Bless them. Give them words of encouragement and a hug. Words of life. When the whole world's looking toward a Savior at Christmas, let them find us. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Help us rub off on them. Send the right ones that only we can reach. Personally. Thank you, Father, for a 30, 60, and 100-fold return. It is written. I'm not moved by what I see. It's coming in in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen. If you agree with that, say amen. 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 We love you guys. Thank you. It's getting peaceful up in here as time goes on. I've noticed more and more peace as the day gets closer and closer. So we thank you for your partnership, your support, and your prayers. We're praying for you. These are my prayers for you and all our partners every day.
the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that you may know the hope of his calling. And what are the exceeding riches of his glory in you, his saint, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask and think, according to the power that worketh in us. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you guys. Happy holidays. <laughs> Next week kicks off the holiday season on the Jewish calendar. I mean, God's, God's there now. So am I. We're in the holidays. Amen. We're in it to win it. And again, no more heat. We want rain. Amen. It will not get hot and fall. Fall has fallen into place. Amen. We love you guys. Be being blessed. Thanks. Thank Bye.